Seeking and giving advice is crucial for decision-making. It requires emotional intelligence, self-awareness, diplomacy and patience on both sides. All distinguished skills are not gifted competences, but something we can learn along the line. Despite of what type of feedback we choose, whether it will be one-time advice, coaching or mentoring, it is all about unlocking a personal potential to maximize their own performance and of course the performance of a entire organization. Please be welcome in another episode of Corporate Break, where we discuss how mentoring can influence our business. Good morning. It's uh, time for another episode of Corporate Break. And today, as always, I'm with Kevin and Ben. And our topic for today is uh, mentoring. Last time we talked about the coaching. And those are basically two different terms. Very often people mix them up and using uh, as a similar terms. But in fact, those are like two different uh, types of feedback. Coaching, as we said last time, it is something that actually doesn't give you the answer right away. This is when coach gives you the direction where you should go by asking a, like a proper question, but he's not using his own experience. In mentoring, this is actually the other way around. This is when a mostly, this is a mostly senior colleague that is more kind of knowledgeable than you gives you the advice in terms of particular things that you want to achieve. So this is something that based very much on the experience of the uh, of the senior senior colleague. Kevin, what do you, what do you thought about this thing? So for me to help me sometimes understand the difference between mentor and coach, and I kind of visualize a, a puzzle or a jigsaw, where you as the individual you think you know what the end picture is, but is a bit cloudy for you. You go to a mentor. The mentor will clarify and make it clearer what the end picture is from their experience, of course. That's why you go to that mentor. For coaching is more when you have those pieces that are missing. There's that the mentor's able to uh, help you, guide you, know what the end picture is. But you, as an individual, will notice that there's some pieces missing. This is where coaching comes in. And coaching is those small pieces that you need to put in and find to complete the puzzle. So basically, it is kind of a learning and development. So it's related to the business, obviously. But Ben, can you tell us why it is it matter for the business? I think it's a mentoring in addition to coaching and, and, and having an overreach of feedback structures in the organization is a very important vehicle to develop learning and development. 
And, and why is that? Because actually, it's, it's, it has a direct link to business performance. And, and this is, we all know business performance, a good business is not about the business itself, it's not about the product itself or the services, it's about the people who are driving all of that. And learning and, and, and the mentoring part of it is basically growing your, um, um, your potential um, stars in the organization is, is in a way to develop them so you can enhance what the business can do. And, and and it has a direct actually link to what we talked about in the early episodes about attrition and how learning and development is a play really a key role in it. Um, and this is for reasons um, because if if you would like to retain your top performance people or your stars, uh, mentoring will support you in doing that. And there's a basically a study where is. Um, 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 and some um, you know interviews done to around one thousand analysts in in Wall Street, and they try to figure out and identify top stars and whether the the top stars performance change when they change the business, they move from one place to another, doing exactly the same job, and they found out that basically uh, the performance of the top stars in their previous jobs just drops significantly. And it takes the new business, they just acquired them from four to five years to get them up and running. And hence the study resulted in, in a clear statement is basically that the performance is not only about the people themselves, it's about that environment that around them, it's about the management, it's about the corporate culture, it's about having learning and development in place. That's what enhances it. So the argument in, in this study is basically grow your own stars, don't buy one. Kevin, any comments? Yeah, I think it's very important. It you need to always know that you can grow, you can also buy. It often makes me think of, uh, I'm a sports fan, I'm a football fan, makes me think of uh, sometimes young footballers. There's a footballer I can think right now, a Scottish player that played for Dundee United called Ryan Gold, who was young, given a chance in the Dundee United team, he got his big move was to a foreign club in Portugal, uh, Sporting Lisbon. However, he, he never got the chance. They paid big money for him. He never got a game because they kept on bringing in their own stars and experts, you could call them, in the positions. Uh, but what he did was he actually dropped a level, was that he found his comfort zone. And he's built his way up again to now at a point where one of the clubs that will be trying to buy him now will be that previous club that had him. He's at that level. Now, it's about finding some of your own comfort zone. Was it finding your own uh, a club that uh, or a business that complements your skills and allows you the chance to grow? It's the same idea, was it, in business? Was that some businesses encourage, was that uh, promoting and encouraging learning development of inexperienced staff through mentoring, was that so that they become more experienced? Or, of course, was that you have in work environments where they just bring in constantly their own new people? And that obviously has a, an effect on uh, attrition, was it, in those companies? Okay, so basically we, we talk about the mentoring and uh, how it can help in our organization. But basically how to start with the, with the mentoring, because what is the difference between the mentor who giving us advice and kind of a one-time advice that we're getting in our organization? So for me, without adequate, adequate preparation, there is always chance that our mentoring will not work in the way that we actually intend, intend to do. And uh, there's a few steps 
and I think this is something that is worth to uh, distinguish, that actually can help us uh, to structure the proper mentoring process. And for me, first uh, first uh, step is to find the right advisor, because not everybody can be the mentor and can act as a mentor. So even if uh, there's a, like an older person that has more experience, sometimes this is not a not a perfect uh, perfect fit. So this is the the first step. So so being the aware of uh, aware of uh, uh, of feedback needs uh, in in. Uh, um, in in the mentoring area then the the second one is the kind of developing a, a shared understanding of the discussed issue so to 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 be sure that we are on the same page and that we discuss the same matter uh, sometimes we cannot agree with each other but uh, this is like important that we talk about the, the same topic then once we agreed what we want to uh, develop there's like a crafting um, alternative solution so maybe there's no one solution to to fix the issue maybe there's like uh, several ways that uh, we can choose and uh, the the mentoring program is to is about basically choosing the right right path then at the end there's a, a conversation idea and the, the the focus that we want to put on and then at the end actually to implement uh implement the our m- mentoring advice into the action and actually check if what we discussed uh based on the mentor idea can help us in the in the future yeah for me again was that i think it's to do with the actual structure of the the business was that it needs to come from top down was that we are mentoring is encouraged was that it's actually part of your job description you know this is going to happen that way you're able to identify people who complement each other you need to have that work environment where the mentee and the mentor understand each other was that they don't always need to agree they don't need to even work in the same department however they have to have that understanding of and um, respect for each other was that uh, to get to that area i think this is very important and for that it needs to be you know from day one that this is a possibility mentoring may happen you have the prospects of it you're able to identify you're able to approach the mentor and it's an open uh, honest conversation that is one of the key things that uh, for me helps it so i i'd like to echo some of that and basically we we land on in how businesses could do it um it ha- it has two main uh, pillars the first one is basically as as you mentioned earlier on kevin is, is identifying you know what kind of skills the businesses um desire to have in their in their organization right this this is the big the, the first one and then the the second one is building that mentoring program right it's like what kind of vehicle what kind of governance what kind of actually skills the the ones the, the people who are going to drive the, the mentoring program is mostly those people sitting in a senior position in the organization right they're going to look after that and, and being the main and the, the, the spearhead of the if of the of the initiative but but within that what we're trying to what we're trying to achieve is is basically is an investment and a return on investment. So an investment is having a mentoring program, as I said, involving resources and tools and, and, and time. Um, and then the return on investment is actually who is he investing in? The people that you're mentoring is basically your stars in the organizations. And, and that's 
it, there's a key element in that. So if you start investing, once you identify your potential people or the high performance peoples, and then you and you enroll them in, in a mentoring program, you got to make sure you you get you get them you give them the visibility because you know high performance people like to know that they're high performance people. And often that's kind of mixed in in, in terms of the management um, 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 uh, conduct um, that they don't want to create a differentiate between peoples because that's created problems with you know the larger part of the organizations what we call Team B. But but there's many ways to do it. And and the key in that we talked about it I think in a few episodes is like having a really a a fair performance review process. Because that's what lands in what you say, um, Robert, how it's important to have a feedback. And but it's a concrete feedback. It's not only a feedback because it's the only way you could reward people on, on what they've done and, and develop that further. The last one, and actually mentoring, which is really key, why we're having a mentoring in the first place, is winning the talent war. Because once you develop your assets, it often ends by you either know your star and you know you might lose them. So how you can act in keeping them. Right, you mentor them, you invest in them. You're gonna keep that investment, give you the reward that you expected, or sometimes you miss some of your talents, and it's quite often ends by your neighbor not seeing your own stars. So you're just gonna go and chase them in. So basically, there's a key in here for the business winning that talent war. Another area for me is where you build the actual culture. We hear companies talking very often about building a culture. The culture is usually actually by building your own stars is that you have your uh, young, uh, inexperienced staff, you have the mentors that train them, that help, perhaps not train, was that mentor them, was that this creates that culture within the company. Now, if you go out and uh, recruit the future managers, or you recruit the current managers, those stars, they're bringing their own cultures. And this is where the, the total culture of your business may get diluted somewhere in there. So this is the long-term goal as well, when you're actually able to say, are we thinking just one year, two years? Are we thinking five years? Are we thinking 10 years? As we know, culture takes a long time for it to develop. However, that is how you do it, by developing your own future managers, your own staff. Okay, guys, thank you for today, and it was a very interesting topic, and uh, see you next time.